The following podcast is a part of the Spin Studio Network. I text you a question, next minute my phone rings. What is wrong with you? Nothing worse than a salad orderer who then wants in on all the chips. Sorry, what section are you in? What section am I in? Someone's trying to board this flight with a semi-trailer-sized luggage. I think you should be more concerned with that. Hello and welcome to another episode of Literally Nobody Care. Every week I'm like, what is the name of my own podcast? It's because we play Fast and Loose here, so I'm just like, let's record! Why am I here again? I record so many podcasts these days, it's hard to keep up with what I'm doing. No, this is the one where I can say whatever I want no one looks at me too. Well, Cordy always looks at me, but that's alright. Okie dokie, we are doing a QA and a episode today. I put out the question into the world, but before I get started, the closed, the closed Facebook group, where are you? I can see that you're listening to this podcast and you haven't joined the Facebook group. Therefore, you're not listening to me. Therefore, I'm offended. Pull the fuck over and join now. You just search in Facebook. I'm not asking for miracles. And we can be very honest in there. You know, it's like we're all friends. So you just search literally nobody cares. You find my face. I don't think my face is actually attached. It should be. Um, And you just join up right there. And then we just have a little bit of a chat. I'm uploading all sorts. There's photos. There's insides. We were chatting about plastic straws the other day. Hint, hint, if you love them. Probably uh, don't join the Facebook group. Love you the most. Okay, okay, let's get into the questions. What have we got here? Um, someone is asking me to comment on a truly hideous gold coaster with teeth brighter than the sun. I will avoid that because she's a fucking whore. Um, were you going to jump in with something there? I thought you had a question there, Producer Courtney. I was. I think he just kind of implied that you don't like plastic straws. Did I? Yeah. I'm a huge fan <laughs> of plastic straws. Um, I understand that, you know, well, the very off-brand. Very <laughs> off-brand. I didn't know what was going on there. Sorry about that. Um, great to be pulled up. Just a question there. Um, no, I'm a big fan of plastic straws. Look, I'm a big fan of innovation also. I just feel like we should invest in, um, you know, less going to the moon and more like plastic adjacent straws. I really am a huge animal fan. I, I, you know, if a small child gets run down, I'm like, it's sad, but I'm moving on. If a dog gets run down, I'm fucking devastated. Um, you know, like you get a lot of those feel good movies and it's like, oh, the child's sick. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm doing my emails. Then I went and saw Marley and me and it was like, oh, it's Owen Wilson. It'll be a comedy. And then all of a sudden the fucking dog's unwell. And I was like, I'm sorry. No, that was offensive. Um, we've got off track. So... What sort of questions have we got here? Can you tell us more about your partner? I asked him to do a podcast with me. Um, that silence is him not being here because he said no. So that's what we do. We don't care fucking about him at all because he doesn't want to be here. And he probably won't listen to this anyway. So who gives a fuck? Um, and also he brought me a drink this morning and it was fucking tepid water. I mean, it's like I live in a caravan. Put some fucking cold filtered water in it for Jesus Christ's sake. Anyway, um, what have we got going on? Ever had a, uh, what have we got? I, I can't pronounce these names. I felt like they're going to be upset with me. Ez Hankel. I think I've got it right. Ez Hankel, ever had a run-in with a major celebrity, like a real one, not just a celeb in their own minds? I mean, I'm glad that you popped that in the uh, brackets there, because I have definitely had run-ins with faux celebrities who are fucking Z-listers. Um, hint, hint, big brother. Um, but ever had a run-in with a major celebrity? I'm not, personally, I've never had a run-in with a major celebrity. The closest I've probably ever come to like a really big celebrity and uh, an uncomfortable situation would be when... Button Pusher Aaron, normally Button Pusher Aaron is here, but Button Pusher Aaron has slept in again. So um, we've got producer Courtney just doing all the jobs today. Um, So normally uh, he came with me. So Button Pusher Aaron also crosses over as um, filmographer Aaron, (laughs) Um, DOP. So DOP Aaron came with me to London a few months back um, and we visited the set of Hobbs and Shaw with Dwayne Johnson and... 
whoever else in that movie, I've forgotten. Um, oh, Idris Elba, producer Courtney's devastated because she's like, oh, he's the hottest ball. He's not, he's like 100. Um, so anyway, we went to the set of that. Anyway, we were brought in to see DJ and like, I, I know him personally, so it wasn't like the first times, so it wasn't uncomfortable, but Aaron has not. Um, anyway, we went in and we were like, they're like, here's his seating area. You sit down. Um, Courtney's saying, I'm speaking too fast. Sorry, it's a Monday. I have things to do. Um, so we went in and we were sitting down in these chairs and they were just like, sit down, whatever. So Aaron, obviously in like the situation, we're on like a Hollywood big studio set. There's like a lot going on. There's a lot of people, there's a lot happening. There's a lot of super famous people around like Idris Elba, DJ wasn't there at the time, but he was shooting. Um, Jason Statham was shooting at the time. Like the, the movie's being shot right there. Anyway, so we sit down super cash. I'm just on my phone standard. And then DJ walks over and we're chatting or whatever. And we look over and realize on the back of the chairs that we're sitting, like director's chairs, it says like visitor, visitor, visitor. And Aaron is sitting in the chair marked DJ. And I have never seen in my entire life a human melt more than him in that moment. So I wasn't embarrassed because I thought it was fucking hilarious. And DJ is literally the greatest sport ever. So he wouldn't have cared. But Aaron literally died and it was just like i'll just stand for the rest of eternity i don't think i need a chair ever again i think i'm fine now i think i've sat down for the last time ever so i haven't personally that's probably the closest we've ever gotten um what else we got oh jeffrey star disgusting pig that he is um we had yeah that's a long story but anyway we'll come back to that another day um Kylie Jenner posing nude for Playboy. Why the outrage? Good question. I think it's fucking disgusting that there's outrage. I read this really fabulous piece in Forbes that spoke about how in the 21st century, how can you not be more of like a, I, I hate the term boss babe and like all that crap and such rubbish, but um, how can you be in, like, how can you be less reliant on a man and more of a powerful woman when you're a billionaire in your 20s, when you're like, I'm going to pose nude in Playboy if I want to, but not really, but kind of. Um, like, I'm the most famous person ever. I'm a mother. Like, she, literally, she embodies, like, what I would imagine is, like, one of the most powerful women you can imagine. She decides what she wants to do when she wants to do it. She's the most famous person ever, but she decided I won't have any publicity around my pregnancy, and she didn't. Like, I'm sorry, but, you know. If you've got a problem with her posing nude, you just need to fucking jump off a ledge. Um, trigger warning. Um, can you and Emily do a meet? No, we can't. Um, what are your favorite restaurants on the Gold Coast? Oh, we could be here a while. I love Gemelli Italian restaurants. Shout out to the boys. Fabulous food. I'm a big fan of Mama-san. Uh, shout out to JP um, in Oracle. I am a huge fan of Hellenica, where I was over the weekend. Shout out to Simon. Um, fabulous food, especially for a drink, you know, on a Sunday afternoon on the rooftop. Um, what else am I enjoying? Um, I think, obviously, once I've eaten, I then enjoy mass desserts, obviously. So I always go to Couch. Um, if you don't know Couch, you need to fucking sort your life out, quite honestly. Um, it is like a dessert situation, and that is a Pacific Fair. And they just do everything. And all the good stuff. Like it's got Nutella and then strawberries involved. Anyway, um, then if you like a little bit of a drive, here's the number one tip. It's called Iwesco. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. When you call it Iwesco, it's like sounds really fancy. It's not that fancy. But um, the food is a fucking 10. Let me talk about going to a restaurant and then getting it right. Do you know when you have a favorite restaurant and you go back and they serve you the same meal that you've ordered every day that you've been there for the last hundred years and it's different? Like, like, oh, we're just changing things. Are you? Are you changing things up? Mm, I've had a shit week and I came here for my favorite meal and now it's fucking ruined. Thank you for that. So I'm not into that. I need to be served hot, which I don't think is that much to ask, but a lot of restaurants don't seem to understand. I would like heat 
in my food. Um, and then also I'd like it to be served the exact same way. Do you know what I mean? Like, I just don't need you to be like, we're trying to keep hip. You know, I like to go to Elk for breakfast. But every now and again you go there and they're like, oh, you can eat roses today. I'm not fucking eating a flower, okay? I'm here for breakfast. Have you got a roll with bacon and egg? Can you just fuck off? And they're like, no, ours has like this chutney and we've infused. Oh, stop it. I can't even fucking breathe. I'm not that fancy. People are listening to this being like, oh, we thought he liked crostini and smoked salmon. I fucking hate smoked salmon. Anyway. Um, and like, if you're really looking for just like low rent, just like get in there to Sizzler, you know what I mean? Line up, get the cheesy bread, just fucking get in there. That's what I think. I mean, where can you buy a potato skin that's that good with the sour cream? And the sour cream's like drippy. It's not like, you know, and that's perfect for what I need. Um, people are going to come for me for that on that, aren't they? Like, I'm going to eat Sizzler. Well, it's apparently just me because the whole chain's going under. So like pull your shit together. And I'm only endorsing that because Pizza Hut's disappeared. I like to have fries on my plate with pizza. I am health. What can I say? I mean, that's where we're at, guys. Anyway, what else we got going here? What car do you drive? I need to visualize for the traffic stories. I drive a BMW that's very black and it's quite low. So I can zip in and out of um, the tiny gaps that I shouldn't be trying to get in and out of. Um, And happy to report that I have a license again. Um, For those of you who weren't following the saga, it was uh, expired for an... Uh, a period of time, we'll call it. Um, it was long. But um, it was, uh, yeah, we were out of license for a while. I wasn't uh, quite aware of that. It was brought to my attention um, through a uh, mutual friend, we'll call it, um, who may be connected to the police department, um, who may have seen me driving. That's all right. Um, number plate maybe gave me away there. Um, tips on how you manage to eat keto when you love all the carbs. I love all the carbs. We've discussed that with the Sizzler. We've discussed that with Pizza Hut. Look, I um, I can only do keto because if I didn't, I would be a huge fat whale. Um, and I like to just be like light whale. Um, so this allows me to sort of fluctuate between the acceptable levels. Where Look, for me, I measure my weight in my shirt size. If I have to go up to an XL in a Ralph Lauren button through, we need to stop eating. And that's what we do. We stop eating immediately um, until we're back into a large and then we're fine. So at the moment, I am cruising in a large. There's room. I could be Sizzler five nights a week. I'm not, but I could. Um, So we're fine. But um, I also like to, you know, I just like to wear clothes that aren't like super fitted. You know, like sometimes when you're in an event and you can hear like that high pitched screech and you're like, what is that? And it's the seams on someone's shirt. I don't want to be that guy. Do you know what I mean? I don't need buttons that are like threatening, like they could fire off at me at any stage, like a weapon. So I just feel like I need a little loosey goosey. um, And so that's how I manage my weight. I should also say back on the restaurant situation, if you're looking for something like, this is why I said we could have gone on for an hour, but if you want something that, like fancy, I do like 19 at the star. Um, shout out to Jackie and Billy, my faves. Um, they have a restaurant there called 19 at the star. It's connected also to like a nightclub situation, but like not a nightclub. You know what I mean? Cause when you think nightclub, you summon like Sin City and like, absolutely not. What I'm thinking is a like, classy, it's a real moment. If you've got you know, if you don't have neck tattoos uh, and you've got a proper shirt on, then that's where you go. Do you know what I mean? And it's really a lovely place. The dinner there is exquisite. They serve a spaghetti with the lobster that will change your fucking life. Get in there immediately. See, you see, I'm just high and low. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, get the cheesy bread, but I'm like the lobster linguine is like divine. Do you know what I mean? Like, here I am. Um, go? Do you have a partner? I do. His name's Ben. He wouldn't come on the fucking podcast. What else we got going on here? I, I've answered that one. What's it like 
living on the GC and do you ever want to live in Sid or Melb? Look, I travel a lot. I'm back and forth a lot to Sydney and Melbourne. It's all just too much for me. Like, oh, everyone's so close to you and it's all like everyone's, oh, it's not for me. On a Sunday, I can drive and park out the front of my favourite breakfast spot and have breakfast, which is something that is weird, but you can't do that in a lot of places. Like, you've got to like park 17 kilometres away. Take the tram. Fuck off with your tram. I'm not taking the tram. So every time I'm in Melbourne, people are like, oh, you know, it's so convenient. Just jump on the tram. It's Nothing's convenient. People are touching me. People from the public are touching, physically touching. I can't be there. So I don't really want to live there. If I had to, like I could, but, you know, literally the business is based here and we've grown it to where it is now being based here. So I just don't see any reason why I'd need to. Um, have you ever got yourself in some... Se- I'm not mentioning people's names for asking these questions. That's pretty bad, isn't it? Looking at producer Courtney now, we're all realizing that I fucked up royally. Oh, I'm sorry, everyone who asked those questions. I love you the most. Um, that what's it likely on the GC came from Cat C23. Oh, that like has a little bit of a zing to it for a Monday morning. Uh, next, we've got FSG85. FSG85 is my home girl. She's like always in. She's commenting. She's liking. She's my fucking people. Her question is: Have you ever got yourself in some serious hot water due to being outspoken? Um, I really like to think of myself as like, do you know in those movies where like something explodes behind them and the person just walks on into the distance like nothing ever happened? I'm confident that's happened many times. Like I have no idea. I've left mass destruction behind me from something I've said, but hasn't been brought to my attention. So I'm sure that's really the case. The one that does come to mind though, which is more obvious. I'm just going to put like, I'm like the Hurt Locker. I'm like trying to deactivate all the bombs that Santa's yeah. putting everywhere. It's a full-time job. I mean, let's be honest. I can't help that though. Um, what the the one that I can recall is that what was it, a couple of years ago now, maybe a year ago. I can't even remember. I was where was I? I was in. Oh, sorry, it's all coming back to me now. Did anyone pick that up? There you go. Uh, I had just met Celine Dion, the biggest selling last of all time uh, in Sydney. A 10-year pursuit and there I was. She wore gold, I wore gold. It was kind of cute. Um, anyway, so we met um, and then I was en route to New York where I was going for the Good American Activation with Khloe Kardashian. Does my life sound fabulous? It really fucking isn't. Then I got there and they were like, oh, I'm sorry, you have to fly economy. We've kicked you out of business. And I was like, who the fuck are you? Um, that's a story for another day. Um, I actually think we discussed it on the Emily Sky podcast which is coming out today. Yes. If you are listening now and you would like that story, I tell that actually today. I am also on the Emily Sky podcast. It is fabulous. Um, you should pop over there because what I do is I really bring the day down and she really brings the day back up. So it's like uppers and downers. Um, you know, you're taking this right now so you can take hers in a moment. Um, so uh, I tell that story on there. It's a good one. That podcast is called the You Can Podcast by Emily Sky. There it is. You Can by Emily Sky. Pop into that. Have a listen. See what you think. Um, rate and review. Do you know what I mean? Rate and review. Um, and also, if you're listening to this right now, rate and review. Hello? I'm not just here working for fucking nothing. I'm working for reviews. So, anyway, I was flying to New York, and I remember I got to the airport, and we were waiting to board the flight, and I get this notification. So, about three or four days prior to that, I think it was, I had commented on, every time I say Coachella, it's not, it's... um. Splendor in the Grass, which is uh, an Australian equivalent, I guess. Um, and so... Anyway, I had commented on that on my Instagram and I had talked about the fact that the dress code, in my mind anyway, is um, you dress, the more hoary you dress, the better you you are. Um, the less you wear, the more bejeweled you know, parts of your body that are covered, like if your nipples are covered in jewels, you've ticked all the boxes really, you've nailed it. Um, just to be clear, I stand by that. If people were wondering, 
the more hoary you dress at a festival, the better off you are. I mean, I'm sorry, but that's just the truth. And every media outlet, I'm sorry, says the same thing, just not in explicit terms. They're like, can you believe the outfits this year? And then it's like the shocked emoji face. Like, You're calling them whores. I'm sorry, but okay. Anyway, um, and like that applies to men too. Do you know what I mean? Like, they are also dressing hoary. Sorry. Anyway, so it's like, do you have, why have buttons on your shirt if you can just do the bottom one up? I don't understand. Anyway, so I put that out into the world. Um, and evidently that was shocking to um, a journalist um, who then, who wrote for the Gold Coast Bulletin at the time. And she wrote in this, uh, every Saturday they have this um, article or this piece um, where they put something in, something that glitters and something that's in the gutter. Anyway, you can guess where I'm going with this. Um, I was in the gutter for that week. Um, anyway, so they wrote that I was like horrible person because I had said that they were in the, they were hoary, whatever. Um, blah, blah, blah. And it was like, he's attracted the wrong type of attention. One Gold Coast businesswoman said she was disappointed. Like, fuck off that you were disappointed. Like, are you joking? And for Sally Coates, who's a fucking journalist, go jump. I mean, honestly, she just, what, I mean, such trash journalism. I'm sorry, but I am more than happy for someone to come for me. I put it all out there. Not a problem. Believe me. Come on into my DMs. But if you want to come for me, ask for a comment. You know what I mean? She knew me. She followed me on Instagram. She unfollowed me after that. Oh, didn't that hurt? Um, You know, she unfollowed me, blah, blah, blah. You could have easily messaged me and said like, hey, by the way, we're trashing you in this week's bulletin. What are your thoughts on us trashing you? We've gone and got a quote from Blind Source. And like, I know who the fucking Blind Source was too. Trash bag across the road. I think she's fucking someone. Loser. Fucking loser. Anyway, so it was just not for me. So that's probably the worst. uh, That's probably the worst it's ever been, I would imagine. I have to say my favourite part of that whole saga was that you screenshot it and put it on your Insta story and called it fan mail. I mean, that they thought that I was going to be like shamed by it, like, oh, I'm in the gutter. And then she slid into <laughs> your DMs. Yeah, then she started a war with me. Like you should tell DM. them the truth about what you actually said. Uh, yeah, his <laughs> it's followers on my Instagram. know that's where you found it, babe. <laughs> I, don't, I was so I was so confused. I posted it. It was still on my page. And she was like, I don't think you've really given my side of the story. Your side is that, like, you're wrong and I am right. That is the sides. You've come to the wrong venue if you're looking like for something else. for your side of the story. I don't understand. She wrote her piece in the paper. It was so ridiculous. The hypocrisy was ridiculous. But let me tell you, content for days. I mean, let me tell And she tried to bomb it too while I was on my way out of the country. Like, it wasn't when I was on the ground on the Gold Coast and could really, like, hip and move. But, like, wrong crowd, because, like, then I got hipped and moving. You know, it was the fine. The best part was that it was Amy, your best friend's yes. dad, that was saw it. I just thought it was the funniest thing ever. Literally. There he was. He was <laughs> throwing out the... He took a photo. The worst photo ever, too, let me tell you. Like, he used the Samsung. So, like, who the fuck knows how you even take a photo on that? Can it even send? I think my iPhone was, like, incoming something. We don't know what. We don't want to deliver it in case. Um, and it was him. That was even better so then it just it started a real chain reaction i then made sure that i um posted it we then got into the conversation i then when i then posted my celine it really was like a you know a collision because then i posted my celine photo and i really went in hard because then i was like if i'm in the gut i wish i'm glad i'm here i really went in on it it was great that's what she messaged me and she messaged me like the uh, fencing emoji and i was like sweetie you've got a bendy fucking straw basically I've loaded my rocket launcher. Like, could you just get out of here? Anyway, she's moved on now. Sally, good for her. Um, would be having... Okay, Kurodova would be having your own podcast. Here we fucking are, Kurodova. Where the hell are you? How many times do I have to put a fucking swipe up? Half my followers like, Sam, we get it. You have a podcast. Apparently some don't. 
Lauren Slater model, what's your most embarrassing secret? I honestly have no idea. I like I'm pretty open. Like people know everything. I mean, we already discussed the Thousand Island dressing on the pizza. What <gasps> more is there? And last night I really backed it up. I am health. Do you know I showed it on the gram? Like there it is. Pop that right on the cheese. Has pizza. anybody told you that they've tried it yet? No. What are you doing, people? Fucking lazy. Fucking lazy. Open up your eyes. And minds. Um, have you dealt with homophobia with potential clients on my work life? Well, look, everyone here works for me. So if they come to work with a homophobic attitude, it's not a good place to come. Um, and also, I don't know. I don't think I've ever dealt with a potential client. I guess they just don't work with me. To be honest with you, I'm more offensive than I am gay. So I think that people don't come to work with us because I'm offensive before it is that I'm well, gay. Do you get a lot of people asking, like, thinking that you are straight as well, which is like... Crazy Sorry, talk. have you heard that Celine's favourite person? <laughs> oh, she's in my that? office too. Um, what annoys you the most when you first meet someone? Pretty much everything. Um, the scariest... Oh, that's from Ali Hurley. Um, the scariest... Th- no, I'm not answering that. It's boring. Coolest thing you... Uh, being a badass boss. I'm not sure about that. Um, your best, most epic day ever from T Unicorn Queen. I don't know what my most... I mean, probably Celine, I guess. Yeah, meeting Celine Dion, which, again, was a 10-year pursuit. Let me tell you, that was quite the situation. Um, That's the most bizarre question ever. On the flip side, maybe you should answer the worst day ever, which was only a year prior, also regarding Celine Dion. Oh, yeah, I know. The whole business revolves around Celine, isn't she? I flew to London to meet Celine. I got through um, to a – so I don't know if people realise because the last time someone – message me about this. Celine doesn't do paid meet and greets. There's no ticket type you can buy to go in and meet her. You have to unfortunately just have a way in. Um, and so I've been working, as I said, literally for basically 10 years to try and meet the woman. Um, and I have had the privilege of meeting a lot of famous people, all of whom I don't care about, um, only her. And um, anyway, I got a meet and greet in London. So I flew to London and as I landed and turned my phone back on to, for internet, um, I got an email saying that she'd cancel all of her meet and greets. So I le- and it was that night I landed for the concert. So that was a disaster um, and a half. So then I had to go and sit through the concert and it was like uppers and it was like taking an upper and taking it down at the same time. So I was like, she's a 10, but I haven't met her, but she's a 10, but I haven't met her, but she's a 10, but I haven't met her. Listen to that note, but I haven't met her. You know, it was just, wow. It was a lot to handle. Um, proud of myself. Um, Erica Mac 2. Uh, how did you become James Charles bodyguard during his Australian visits? I attended both. Um, privileged to be called his bodyguard. Um, and look, for the first appearance, I would say I was, to be honest. Um, look, so we brought, um, the, the agency that I own, Spin & Co, brought um, James to Australia for both of his appearances. Um, one of my other clients is Pacific Fair Shopping Centre. So it was a collaborative effort. We brought him out for their Beauty Weekend event, which is an annual event. We brought him both times. Um, you know, James is now a good friend of mine. So, um, you know, anytime there's that level of talent that comes into the country via us, uh, I'm always with them to make sure that everything goes correctly. Um, but yeah, so not as much bodyguard, but certainly you play many roles when you work with talent at that level. Um, bodyguard certainly can be one of them if that's the situation arises. But um, he's fabulous. Love him to death. What a guy, honestly. Um, I think what it was was that you were like, Bigger than the security guards Probably, that were yeah. to him. Well, I'm also I'm just super protective of that. So, so especially you know when it's a situation where it's, you're in public like that. So I always position myself between the people and the person and whatever. So it probably appears that way. Truly hilarious of like it's not like, great. This like. 
15 year old, maybe even younger boy running up to Sam. He's getting a yellow hoodie. Putting Bye. his hand right out and just like the guy bouncing off Sam's head. And Why then also in the corner him? of your eye, you could also see dad trying to like fend <laughs> people off as well. It was quite the uh, quite the time of our lives. Um, Alba XOX, do you have interns? We do occasionally. I don't do a lot of intern work. Um, we don't run our agencies based on interns like some do. Um, you know. Every now and again we do. I, the whole concept to me is difficult because I don't like the idea of bringing a person into our agency and it just being like, here, do administrative work so we don't have to pay someone to do it and then like leave. We really want to try and show them actually how to work in the industry and things and we don't necessarily always have the time to be able to do that. So it's sort of six of one. We really only take people, um, here's a tip, but if they come via the university, which usually they have to um, because it's part of their degree. Um, We usually take people who specifically request to work with us. So they get provided a list, which we're not on, I don't believe, because I've always asked for us not to be, um, from the universities. And if someone uh, of PR agencies in the Gold Coast or Queensland, um, and then if they specifically request, then the university will reach out to us directly and say that they've asked for it, and then usually we cave. But, um, yeah... Uh, Brogan Barnett, are you a Kmart fan? Look, uh, you know, I think a lot of people are like, oh, everything I own is expensive. It's so not true. Um, I love a bug. And literally on the weekend I bought all this. <laughs> I don't know why I'm telling this story now. <laughs> this isn't going to land well. Um, I went to Kmart on the weekend and I bought pillows. <laughs> I loved myself because like, what a fucking wanker I am. I went and bought pillows from Kmart to stuff in my Louis Vuitton keepals to keep them in shape. <laughs> Oh God! I should have stopped Is myself. Sorry to show how down to earth you are. No, really I don't know why I told that story. That was so good. Um, look, the bags fold in, and it's annoying. And I needed to fill them out, so I had to buy pillows. I wasn't going to buy expensive. I wasn't going to go and buy expensive pillows. No, I do own things from Kmart. Uh, you know, like I'll buy. Like bathroom things, you know, like I'll buy things for around. I like a bargain. Don't get me wrong. Like if I'm in Woolworths and I need to buy a razor and they're like $40 for eight. Fuck off. 40, $40 for razors. I'm not rich. What the fuck? I can't afford that. So I can't be buying that. Sort of stuff. And then so I buy this shampoo and conditioner sometimes and you go and it's like $20 for the shampoo and $20 for the gift. $40 for shampoo and conditioner. I can't afford that. We need to not. So I, I can't be involved. And some, you know, like I'm only buying deodorant on sale. Do you know what I mean? It's like $9 or like $12, $12 for deodorant. No, 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 no. And like, I know you're getting on sale. So like, I'm just waiting. You know what I mean? And sometimes it's like two for this. I'll buy four now. It's all good. And I'm kept for a while, you know? And then I just keep an eye at Woolworths just in case. Um, so yeah, I have nothing against Kmart. You know, they've got some great stuff in there. And sometimes, you, you know, you're walking through. Oh, I have an air fryer from Kmart, I think. Or is it from Target? Uh, no, Kmart. I have an air fryer in my house from Kmart. I am thinking of upgrading it um, just because the, the sheer size of it isn't quite enough. You know what I mean? Like if you're trying to cook two things in it at once. Oh, really? Okay, well, back to Kmart. Um, but yeah, no, I'm not... Um, I'm not precious about that sort of stuff. Like, I, I don't have clothing from Kmart, but, you know, there are other things that are great there, you know? It's just socks. I don't have socks from Kmart. I, I do have Uniglo socks, um, but I also have Calvin Klein socks, high and low. Um, most expensive fashion item you regret buying. Oh, who's this from? Y- Yobbers one. Yobbers, oh, let me tell you a story about a time. Every now and again, I go through a crisis where I think to myself, I could be different. I could be cool. 
I'm not fucking cool and I should just fucking realise it. I'm just going to point out, it's usually when Quaid and Laura are around. Oh, those two are fuckers, aren't they? Honestly, every time I see them, you can be cool, Sam. They're no, really I can't. To convince Do you know what I mean? Cool. I know. Can we all agree that I'm just not cool? It's fine. Let's move on. So anyway, I was um, shopping and it was on sale. I was at the Harold sale on the Gold Coast at Pacific Fair. And I was in there and I was looking. And then, of course, it's the only thing that wasn't on sale, but I convinced myself into them. And then it was these fucking shoes, and I love a pair of shoes, and I have far too many shoes, but I bought these fucking sneakers, and they were Vetements X Reebok, and they're like these chunky trainers, and they've got Vetements all over them. And what the fuck was I thinking? Anyway, I have these shoes. They have shoes. Velcro as well. No, they ha- they're like pump-ups. <laughs> you press it, and they like pump up. You know, everyone's laughing. What the fuck was I thinking, everyone? Yobbers, can you see what's happened? And they weren't cheap. And then I was, like, devastated. So then I put them on Facebook Marketplace, and everyone was like, hi, Sam, I'll give you $100. I was like, could you fuck off? And then I was like, you know, like, you put it up, it's like $800 that I'm trying to sell them for, which was a lot cheaper than what I paid for them. Um, Anyway, and then people were like, hi, Sam, and they gave you $125. And then I was like, I don't need your money. Fuck you. So I haven't sold them. They're still in my wardrobe. So if anyone's looking for a pair of Vetements Reebok size 25 fucking shoes, because they're huge. Oh, they're so ugly. What was I thinking? Anyway, you win some, you lose some. Siri, do you have a significant other? Questionable after being turned down for the podcast. Um, Alicia Folsom, what makes you tear up? Being pitched doTERRA. Um, when do you first... No, dickhead drivers. I'm there with your burbs, mum of two. Dickhead drivers. That also brings me to tears. Uh, Mrs. Amber D, where did you start in your working life? Um, my first... My first thing ever was um, I started a glow stick business um, and that was when I was quite young in in school, which um, was fabulous. Um, So much money, people way overpaid because I was so young. But my actual, my first job job was I worked at, Courtney, was it, did I work at Emerald Lakes before I did the call center thing? I did, didn't know. Yeah, I actually volunteered initially. I think that's the word. Um, I think the word volunteer got them into some legal trouble though. But anyway, what do we care? Um, So I I worked for free for a while at the local golf club. I used to play golf when I was younger. My dad's right into it. Um, My whole family was. Um, And so we, I used to sort of volunteer there, sort of help out doing bits and pieces. Then I finally got a job in the bar um, as like a waiter. And so it was just, you know, wiping tables, bringing out meals. You know, every, I was telling someone this story the other night. Every uh, Friday night, you know, they used to like divvy up rolls the night because I was so young, I always get, used to get the shitty jobs I didn't want, like restack the fringe, um, which is great though because you go in the cold room and shut the door and just sit down just think about your life and like, why am I here? Um, but no, I, they, I used to try and get the job on the Bay Marie because every Friday night they used to do a roast and I used to love that because they had this machine and it didn't do a lot with the, um, it wasn't a very advanced till. So you had to be able to you know, use your head and I'm not the dumbest person. So um, I used to like have it over quite a few people who worked there. You know what I mean? Like, I used to be like, hello, at least I can count. Um, so anyway, I used to try and get that. They used to never give it to me because I was too young. But um, every now and again, when they were like short stuff, I used to get it. Oh, they used to be my dream. Like the 890 roast and I used to serve it up there. And you should remember everyone's names who are the members. Like, Craig, hey, mate, roast again. 890, let's do it, bud. And then you know, I was throwing a couple extra potatoes. All right, see you soon, mate. Oh, what a time. So I used to do that. Um, and then I got ceremoniously fired, I think, from that role, didn't I? Oh, no, sorry. I got thrown out from being the freebie version because they were legally... 
an issue. So they wouldn't allow me to work for free anymore. Then I got the job. That was fine. Then I left there because I was in high school. And then eventually I ended up um, in the telemarketing world. I did many telemarketing jobs. I was in raising money for charities. I was in selling timeshares. I was in um, selling other timeshares. <laughs> Look, I was really telemarketing king. So um, let me tell you, no better training than telemarketing. If you're out there working a telemarketing job now, live it because let me tell you it got, it's only up from there like that is the hardest shit to do um you know calling people and being like hi you've won a prize and then convincing them that it's actually a prize and not just a debt let me tell you that takes some fucking talent um fifth key as you're extremely busy with your work life how do you switch off in your personal life i don't really if i'm honest always on the phone um, I am doing this new thing now. I think I discussed this in one of the other podcasts the other day, but I try and put my phone upside down now um, in a lot of social situations. So the sheer um, buzzing of my phone doesn't make me immediately grab for it. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't, the whole work-life balance thing, we should discuss work-life balance in The Spin Life. I'm telling producer Courtney, who becomes co-host Courtney in The Spin Life. Uh, the Spin Life is the business-focused podcast where we talk about all tactical business things. We will do an episode on work-life slash um, personal life, work-life balance, sorry, because I personally don't think it's a real thing. I think that, um, you know, for me, uh, work-life was, you know, 90% of my life for 90% of my life. I mean, that's just what it takes. Um, and I don't feel regret for that. It's just not what it is, but we'll discuss that in more detail on that podcast. You should be going over there and listening to that immediately, if not sooner. Um, M Harlington thoughts on Canadians versus Americans. I'm Canadian. Love the Canadians. Big fans of you guys. Um, I don't really have a staunch position on either, to be honest with you. Love you both. Um, Maggie Morrison has asked me, how did you start Spin & Co? I think that we'll, I think I've discussed that over on The Spin Life. We may do a separate episode on that sort of stuff if people are interested. I don't really know, but we'll have a look at that. Um, and she's also asked thoughts on influencers promoting detox supplements. I mean, look, I'm in two minds about this. I have this conversation with my staff all the time. I don't know who is dumber, the influencer promoting it or the person buying it. Like if you're honestly believing that you can take a pill and be skinny, well then I'm like, do you deserve to be sold that because you're stupid or do you deserve to be protected? I'm not really sure. I never really come down on an answer either way, but I do think like it doesn't work. Take a fucking hint. Um, I'm just going to quickly scroll through. What's the time we got here? Um, producer Courtney. 33. I'm going to pick a couple more from my, cause I put two slides up. So there's two, so I'm, I'm going to the assumptions one. There was a lot of them that aren't really um, assumptions, but we'll just cruise through. Um, Razi Dullwise asked, are you gay? Um, my answer is get a fucking clue. Uh, Kate Quantum, you are fucking fabulous. Oh, so are you, Kate. Love you to death. M Harlington, you'll be a great dad. I will, because I'll have staff. Um, oh, M underscore Garns. I'm sorry, sweetheart, but you need to find the fucking unsubscribe. Assume you agree with me and get ready for this fucking rubbish and hate seeing Christmas decorations in shops in September. There are some things I consider high treason, whatever the fuck your name is. I've forgotten it. M. Garns. That's fucking one of them. I would like to see Christmas decorations in June. Because some people need to fucking plan. And let me tell you, if Maya keeps serving up blue decorations, I need time to source others. So I would like it in there earlier. If it's like, oh, we've got a pink Christmas tree. Fuck you. Pink isn't for Christmas. It's for a hen's night. You know, like it's a no. Baby shower. Oh, you can't anymore. That's insensitive because it's boys and girls. You need to blah, blah, blah. fuck off. Okay, just fuck off. M guards, I am sorry. That the, is offensive. What are the approved colours though? Tell the people. <sighs> I mean, there's a list really, but like you need a green tree. If you come to me with a black fucking tree. Oh, oh. 
Absolutely not. It isn't Christmas. Are we dying? Is it a funeral? Is Christmas I dead? I need to let you know that we have a new staff member whose first moments is right here. Producer sitting, Tamara sitting right here. This, and she just pointed to herself that she has She's a black, black tree. tree. <laughs> I'm sorry. Can we find the door for Tamara? Can someone shove her out the nearest window? A fucking black tree. Probation. Did it get oh, Sorry, Wow. <laughs> We need a new intern going back to an earlier question immediately. I'm sorry, M. Garns, but Christmas is sacred to me. It's a fucking great time of year. I was like, it's so much pressure. I don't want to hear it from you, okay? The spirit of Christmas is a fucking 10 and it should be embraced. And it should be embraced via golds, silvers, greens, reds. There are some others that I could, you know, here and there. If you're going to any of, like, the primary blues and a lot, fuck off, okay? Unless it's a very light blue and you're doing a snow theme, we can discuss it. A winter wonderland, if you will. Um, what else have I got here? Assume you always live your best life. Sasha Krastevsky, um, always. Um, Alicia Folsom, you don't give a shit about how people perceive you, even though you do. Oh, and then she's done, like, the mind-blowing, because it's, like, a contradiction in itself. 100%. Everyone cares what people think about them. It's fucking bullshit if you say that you don't. Um, I think it's just how you interpret that. You're right. I, you know, most of the time, who gives a flying fuck? Um, I have one here from one of my very good friends, Jocelyn Wyatt, from London, who has just left me, um sadly uh she was here for the wedding i heard it's your lifelong dream to meet I, I don't i'm so confused jocelyn i think that she doesn't realize i've met celine because it's she said i heard it's your lifelong dream to meet celine john tell us exactly how you imagine it i imagine it like uh, like it was yesterday because i was there it happened so um we'll speak about that offline jocelyn um that you're fantastic twist on a classic love you the most broken barnett that you're hilarious love you the most um, PQ says you never want to get married or have kids. I don't think that's right. Um, I don't place a whole lot of value in the whole thing. Um, my partner for now, um, he did want, or he does want kids. He wants like a hundred and that's what I'm not Um, but as long as we maintain, you know, one staff member to one child ratio, I think they're fine. Um, ba oh, here's one. Ilone Sarafin 44 based on your rant sessions, you think you are better than everybody else. You are quick to judge others. I really don't. I, I know that's the undertone of everything that I do, but um, it's really not about that. I think it's just about, I hate this whole PC environment that we're in now where it's like, you can't laugh at certain things and you can't laugh at the fact that like people are fuckwits because they don't use indicators and like, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's the same thing. I don't take myself too seriously either. I cop all sorts of abuse in my Instagram DMs. I have no issues with that. I don't complain about that because that's the, the situation that I'm in. I've put it out there, but it's certainly not a situation of like, I think I'm better than everyone else at all. Certainly there are some people out there that I'm better than though. hundred percent. There's a group and they're large. Um, <laughs> they're so large. Um, you never want to get married. Answer that. Peaky says you don't to charity yes every year we do some great charitable stuff that's coming in december and i'm going to ask for your support actually when we do go into that so stand by uh and same person again you're a good person when it counts when it counts <laughs> i love the assumption all the other times no though um yes definitely um i assume you are quite humorous swadi 88 how refined of you I am quite humorous, thank you. Um okie dokie JD Stem will end on you're a neat freak. You're is spelled incorrectly. Just an apostrophe there with an R E, sweetie. R E. Um you're a neat freak. Uh yeah. I, I do like things to be audible and um, my office at the moment is a disaster, so we need to fix that. Which is why we'll be wrapping this podcast up because I need to go upstairs and do some work. Uh, producer Courtney is stopping me. I was on a run there, but that's Before all right. Before you wrap up, Sam, I just think you should just quickly, just in case you all didn't see it, touch on the croc wearing Cheryl. The advanced Cheryl? Yes. 
So I, I, I'm actually still completely puzzled by this whole scenario, and I don't know if everyone else shares my puzzlement. But um, yeah, it felt like it was rude, but then it was also a compliment. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't work it out. I don't mind when people dislike me, but they just need to come out and say it so I can classify you in the right category. I don't know where this person's going, and they ended the message with love. Like, I don't, do we like each other? Is there love? I'm not really sure. So I, I have to find it now because I wasn't prepared for that question. Um, let me. Oh, I put it on my story, didn't I? It's gonna be faster. Um, so last. Oh my god, I've somehow ended up in the midst of where the flying fuck am I? Uh, and also, people who are going to Bunnings Warehouses and tagging me, I'm fucking living for you people. You're all a 10. Please make sure you continue to tag me in all of your Bunnings content. We will show them that I am the ambassador, no matter what they want to pretend. Um, so this is the message that I received. Hi, my wife listens to your podcast. I hate when people open with that, honestly, where it's like, I only know you because that's my wife. Well, you still fucking know me. It's too late, isn't it? You've so already bought in. Try to get photos of celebrities and they're like, oh, my sister's going to love I know. This. <laughs> I don't know who you are, but they do. Okay, fuck off then. Anyway, um, and you made a comment about people not liking your content and that they probably wear Crocs. Now, I did say this the other day. If you don't like my content, fuck off. I don't care. You can leave. And you can leave wearing the Crocs that you're no doubt wearing. That was the comment. Something to that effect. Um, because I know that they're wearing Crocs. I just, I can feel it. You know what I mean? Um, and they, this person goes on to say, I don't like your content. Okay, wonderful. Get the fuck out of here. Um, and I wear Crocs. For your FYI. Just want you to know about taste in footwear. No offence, your content is just not my thing. It's a bit straight for my liking, which is confusing. Like, what do you mean straight? Do you know what I mean? Like, straight to the point, it's certainly not heterosexual. I mean, we, we can confirm that. Um, but, a lot of <laughs> But I just don't know. Like, it, it, it's actually, when you really get to the core of it, it's one of the nicest DMs I think I've ever received. I mean, really. Because it's like, hi, Sam. Um, it's not for me. Fair. They should have said it's not for me. That would have been more on brand, but that's all right. It's not for me. Um, but you're a thousand percent correct. Yet again. Um, another tick in the box. Um, I wear Crocs. Um, and as a result, I am like rubber and whatever the other thing is. Rubber and what, what was it? Rubber doesn't go with? Rubber and something else? I don't know. You know, it's like glue and something or... Like oil and water? Sure. It's like oil and water. Rather. I think rubber's one of them. Help me out. Um, it's like oil and water. You know what I mean? Like, if you're wearing Crocs, my humour doesn't go with you immediately. You put them on, all of a sudden you resist my content. And that's fair. So, um, love you too. Um, love that your wife... I hope your wife is listening right now. You know what I mean? Um, and, and also, my thoughts and prayers go out to your wife, um, that you are married to someone who wears Crocs. Do you know, have you tried to convert them off the Crocs? Could you explain to me deeper what the, the, the need is? It's like, they're so comfortable. Mm, but you walk around looking like a train wreck. So I don't know, could you, I mean, there are other shoes that, could you lift a little bit um, in terms of uncomfortability, just a, a tiny bit, out of Crocs into a regular flat shoe, um, and then your fashion, because I don't think it's equal, right? It's very hard to explain when I'm not sitting in front of you, but I don't think it's equal. Crocs are the ugliest fucking shoes that exist. Um, they're the most unfashionable shoes that exist, right? If you elevate ever so slightly in the uncomfortability department into a regular shoe, you jump massively in the look of the shoe department. So it's not an equal jump. You don't have to go to an equally ugly shoe for equally, you know, you can, anyway, I can't help everyone, but I'm just out here doing the Lord's work, really. I just want to point out that our dad has a home shoe. He does have a home a shoe. It's, yeah, it is a croc and it is a home shoe. But he is, he's so weird. He's like, I can't walk directly on tiles. Like if we My go feet to hurt. a hotel, what? he brings the home shoes and they're the crocs. Yeah. In around the hotel room, he wears them. Yeah. He, he like he must be super flat-footed and it just causes like pain. I don't like know. If he forgets them, it's like, 
Wow. But see, I exist in a world, but see, then therefore, like you and I are very different because I exist in a world where if it's a fabulous shoe, it fits. Even if it doesn't fit, it fits. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's fabulous. Whereas Courtney is like, I need a shoe that's got all of the comfort. I would like pillows stuffed in there. I would like little people that are holding my feet up with gloves on. I would like some sort of like I aeration. Don't own Crocs, though. Okay, I might own <laughs> okay. Birkenstocks. Okay. I was like, tell you that. Just, there you go. Do you know what I mean? She likes ultimate comfort. Whereas I'm like, mm, we only make it in a 10. Okay, I'm a 10 today. That's all right. I can't walk. My toes are one, but that's all right. They're fucking velour. And they're a suede Louis Vuitton slipper. Anyway, um, that's all we've got for today. We're going to keep this discussion going in the closed Facebook group, which you won't know about, will you? Because you didn't fucking join. Also, Sam was going to talk about travel stuff this week, but because he's on the podcast with Emily Sky, you can talk about travel nightmares. Yes. He's going to discuss his nightmare in China next week. Yes. Next week, we'll be discussing China. Uh, you should be listening to the Emily Sky podcast, which is also out today. You can by Emily Sky, which I am also on. It's actually fucking hilarious, this episode, because we just, we've traveled the two of us so much, and then now to reflect on some of those travel disasters has been quite humorous but i will go into china next week um not literally because i won't be going back there ever again um love you all the most please make sure you're in the private facebook group please make sure you're following me on the instagrams at underscore sam mangan please make sure you're telling friends you're going to bunnings warehouses you're tagging me you're getting sausage and bread please make sure you're putting thousand dollars dressing on fucking pizzas just get in the club all right love you the most see you next time